Hi, welcome to Unscripted by Twine. I'm Diana Rao, and I'm your host. In this podcast, my guests choose from a library of deep and thought-provoking questions, and we just talk about it for 15 or 20 minutes. Our hypothesis is that as long as we choose meaningful questions, we'll end up in a conversation worth having. As Carl Sagan says, we make our world significant by the courage of our questions and the depth of our answers. Ready? Let's go. dive straight into the deep end um you chose three questions and the first one i'd love to talk about with you is just it's on the subject on the topic of pain and it's around this question of how have your wounds shaped who you are today well that's actually one that uh when i came across the first time it, it really jumped out at me um you know i i actually am coming from a place of you know, like I've been through the worst of the worst. I did actually attempt suicide uh, a few years back. That's oh how, God. yeah, things got really bad. And I honestly felt like pain was something I was never um, okay with handling. It was, it was always, I was a sensitive child. So growing up, everything was just that much more dramatic to me, you know? So once I became an adult, it just, it, it became overwhelming in a sense for me. Um, I didn't know how mm-hmm. to handle those emotions. Um, and, and it kind of ties in with my second question with, you know, like religion. Um, I honestly feel that that was the only way I was able to cope with pain was um, by turning to a higher power. You know, um, mm-hmm. when I got to that point of, con- you know, like where I uh, attempted to, you know, hurt myself and, and, you know, I was in a place where I didn't feel there was a reason to wake up anymore, you know? Um, yeah. So when I kind of put myself in a position where there's more to life than just what I'm feeling, you know, um, what I'm going through, uh, it changed my perspective. You know, I started kind of um, getting involved with my loved ones more, you know, spending time with them, asking, you know, for guidance, where should I go? You know, my prayers, I, I was really began praying heavy <laughs> and, um, you know, it, it kind of got me through. It, it changed my whole perspective that we all go through pain, you know, one way or the other. That's something we all share, yeah. you know, and um, yeah. it, it's it's something that I can relate to. I'm sure you can relate to. So it was just good feeling that I wasn't alone, you know. Mm. How, what was it, um, was there a moment in which you found God? or this higher power, do you remember discreetly, or was it a feeling, or, um, or over time, or how would you describe that? Well, to be honest with you, as a child, I was, you know, I was brought up in religion. My grandmother was, uh, she's very old school Hispanic, you know, Puerto Rican, so she's, um, I was, you know, laid it, <laughs> she laid it on thick when I was young, you know, and I was just kind of like, oh, God, here we go again, you know, um, but once I got to what I considered my rock bottom, I kind of figured uh, life isn't working with me trying to, you know, navigate and do it my own way. So in a sense, what do I have to lose? Let me just look towards something higher than myself. Maybe I can kind of get out of this hole if I'm looking towards something other than my own issues in a sense, you know, and it, it brought comfort mm-hmm. in some really dark times. Yeah, no, absolutely. So today, I mean, this really does bridge into your second question, but today, how does 
how does your faith or your belief um, guide your day-to-day in living in action? Um, it's, it's incredible, to be honest with you. Um, I never, I don't think in my entire life I felt more at peace. Um, you know, everyone always says that they're trying to find happiness and happiness is key and, you know, but what is happiness, you know? For me, it's peace, you know, for, for other people, mm. it's something different. But for myself, I, I felt as though believing in a higher power made me feel, okay, so I don't have to be perfect at life. I don't have to have anything in control. You know, it's going to be okay. I'm alive. I'm breathing right now and I'm smiling. And that's really all that matters in you know this moment in time because that's all we have mm. did you for your um in finding your higher power was there a specific religion or was it just a feeling of spirituality general that wasn't specific um to be honest with you uh i i did do a little bit of a you know my self-discovery i was raised as a as a christian um and then i kind of got into spirituality on my own um, so I, I kind of like integrating them as, you know, uh, I consider myself spiritual, but I believe in God, you know, so I do meditating and, and things like that. I try to live in the present moment as far as spirituality, but I do have my belief in God. So I, uh, I think, I think the religion itself was from, you know, when I was younger, but the spiritual part of it, I feel like I just like kind of came across as an adult. Mm. So how do you how do you practice your uh, your faith in daily life? Um, I love well, that you integrate both you know Christ, Christianity and also spirituality. So I'm curious about what your practices and your your practices look like. Yeah, sure. So um, actually, the first thing I do like every morning when I wake up before I, you know like I get out of bed, like I read you know the verse of the day on the Bible app. So I kind of get myself you know, thinking about what it means as I'm, you know, going through routine of uh, brushing my teeth in the morning, showering, um, you know, I kind of um, meditate on what I think the prayer, like the prayer itself means, you know, I kind of let that simmer in my mind. And then I just try to be involved in the moment, whatever I'm doing, if I'm sitting, you know, with my, my daughter, I try to just be in that moment. If I'm washing the dishes, I just try to keep my mind as just calm just you know I'm trying to learn how to let my thoughts kind of flow I don't have to stick to a single thought and dwell on it you know and it's taken a lot of practice but I try to keep that you know where I believe that God definitely has control of my life but I also believe that if I myself am not at peace and just being in the moment I suffer from really bad anxiety so I literally will have panic attacks so it's it kind of keeps me um more aware of what i'm Mm -hmm. doing each moment in time um so i Mm -hmm. do my best to try and bring them together you know what i mean yeah no absolutely do you um you know the question that i've been sort of grappling with is there's so much that is uh there's so many different practices and value sets and just uh, ways to live and be a good human that are so beautiful across many different religions. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, uh, I'm trying to think like, is there, I ask my friends this all the time that are uh, religious and it's this question of like, is it possible to like, ex- 
extrapolate God from the conversation. So is it possible to feel the sense of peace without necessarily having a higher power? Like in terms of, is it possible to just focus on the being a good human part? I guess like oh, the humanistic yeah. part. Of being, yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it goes back to that just age old rule of treat others how you want to be treated. You know, I think that as humans, we, yeah. we can tend to be a bit selfish in our ways and thinking, you know, it's, it's human nature. Um, and I absolutely think that you can still be a, hum- a good human being without, you know, believing in God or a higher power. Um, I, I think that everyone has their own way. It doesn't make it right or wrong. You know what I mean? If, if it's helping yeah. you to kind of come from a place of, of truly love just genuine caring for other people i think that's what really makes you a good human you know not necessarily just your beliefs or Mm -hmm. you know i think it's more action you know do do you come from a place of caring and love and if so that makes you a good human you know at least in my opinion (laughs) i can't agree more um lynn one question what is that sound in the background is that a bird it is, and I'm so sorry. It's just gorgeous out here. Okay. So I'm sitting in my backyard. And, no, I and it's, love uh, that. <laughs> it's just going. <laughs> what kind of yeah, a bird? Do you have any idea what it is? I've been listening. And I was like, what is that bird? I don't, but to me, it sounds like a hawk or a big bird or something. And I can't see yeah. it. It's just it's a beautiful day. So they're all going, singing their songs. <laughs> That's incredible. So we've got a little songbird in the background. A big yeah. hawk or something. <laughs> I love it. I love the way... Um, my, one of my favorite things to watch in the sky is the way hawks and all birds actually, sometimes when they aren't flapping their wings and they're just coasting and yes. um, it seems like they're just enjoying the flows. Like they have no intention besides just enjoying the flow of the wind as it drives them different. I just love that. It's one of my, the most uh, beautiful things. Yes, right? you see, it's their peace, just happiness, coasting. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I can see how all your questions actually tie together then. And the third was um, around how, how has your relationship to mental health changed over time? Well, that's actually, um, you know, a, a good question. I, I grew up, you know, like I said, since I come from a family that's, you know, kind of old school, they, uh, they were very much into, you know, not taking medications. The doc, you know, the doctors don't really know, just kind of pray on it. You'll be okay. Um, Mm. so I grew up thinking that there was just something wrong with me. You know, I was always, as far back as I can remember, I just felt sad and, you know, I, I never understood why. So I did grow up and then, you know, the taboo around mental health, it's only just now kind of coming to light that you're not crazy if, if you suffer from depression or anxiety, you know, I think we all deal with it at some point in our life. Um, and it really took like years of, of you know, therapy and kind of the CBT changing the way I think, you know, um, Mm -hmm. just because I suffer from depression or just because I have anxiety, I'm not bad. I'm not different. I'm not wrong. And I I kind of, Mm -hmm. once I started seeing it from that perspective that I may have depression and I may have anxiety, but it doesn't have to define who I am. You know, I can learn Mm -hmm. to deal with it. And, you know, through thinking that way, I started seeing my triggers and kind of being able to change my behaviors so that I can overcome my fears. And 
you know, every day it's a, it's a work in progress, definitely. But um, each day is better than yesterday, you know? And the way I yeah, see it, I've been to the lowest point, and there's really yeah. only one way to go. Yeah, amazing. That's incredible. Um, do you, so I, I really, I wrote down what you said about I'm not bad, I'm not different, and I'm not wrong. I just right. find that to be so powerful. Um, Thank you. Have you, I just think it's so powerful. Have you found a community of others who, um, who have had, like, who, who have gone through some of the experiences you've gone through, whether it's anxiety or suicide or any of, any of these experiences, um, do you have a community around you of like-minded folks who have, you know, who, who you can share these experiences with, or has it been more a solitary journey? peace it, it it's definitely been more of a solitary journey to peace you know more um because like i said if i had the mentality for so long that i shouldn't talk about it so i kind of i got tired of being sad and angry all the time or tired and sleepy and sad and this and you know so i kind of took it upon myself to change if this isn't working for me how how can i change this i'm kind of tired of it you know i got tired of my own stuff really <laughs> um and now mm-hmm. i i try to uh you know, anyone who will listen, I'm willing to, to talk to and, and share my experience with because if I can help even just one person, you know, then I feel like it was all worth it because mm. I was alone. So if I can help one less person feel alone, then everything is good, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I love that. Is there, if you could go back in time to um, you when you were at your absolute lowest, and say something to yourself, something that maybe you would say to someone else who might be at their lowest right now as they're listening, what would, what would you say in terms of not just words of comfort, but also advice or action, something, something that they could do to get on that journey towards going back up? You know, I think absolutely the first thing I would say is you're not alone. Um, reach yeah. out to someone, anyone. You know, if you don't feel comfortable speaking to your family, start with a journal. Start writing on a piece of paper, your iPhone, your your tablet. You know, that's how I started, just journal entries when I didn't understand why I was feeling the way I did. Write it out. Do something that um, makes you feel good. You know, if you have a, a person who makes you kind of get out of your zone and, you know, let's go for a walk or, you know, just know it's going to get better. It may not seem like it right now, but I promise you, it's, it, it, you know, when I was at my worst, I think what I always used to tell myself was that, you know, it has to get worse before it can get better. And if I'm at my low point, there's only one way to go, which is to go up. So if you or anyone else needs to speak to someone, reach out, reach out. I mean, you can leave, you know, my, my, my social media, whatever, reach out. I'll be willing to listen, you know. And um, just know it gets better, you know, and you're worth it. You're worth trying to push on, just keep pushing on. That's, that's all I can really stress, you know, with all the love in my heart. Yeah. Oh, Lynn, thank <laughs> you so much. Wow. Um, um, thank you so much for, for having no, me here thank today. You. No, thank you for sharing your, gosh, your experience and your life and your wounds and your learnings and your healings. And also, um, if someone does reach out, I will send them to you. So thank you yes, for putting yourself out there in that yeah, as well. Yeah, absolutely.
so important. I come from a very similar culture where mental health growing up, um, uh, you know, I grew up in an Asian family. And so, you know, in Asian culture for a long time, it's been sort of like mental health isn't a real thing. And mm-hmm. so when you were just saying that, I was just like, gosh, I know exactly. I, yeah. I feel for you. Like that's, that's kind of what we grew up in. And we're lucky to be in a time where we can talk about this. And exactly. I, you know, thank you for your bravery and just sharing this with us and being thoughtful and kind and caring enough to want to even put yourself out oh. there. So Lynn, thank you so much. Thank you for the thank opportunity. Thank you so to much. You it was a pleasure. Thank you so much. And I really hope that everyone stays safe and, and, and just uh, enjoy every moment we have. We don't know, you know, when our time is coming, so make the most of it. <laughs> We will. Thank you, Lynn. You're a light. Thank you. Thank you so much. Take care.